0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Okay, welcome and hang on. We're getting ready to connect with all of the other radio stations. We want to thank you for listening to us here. Please stand by so we can get everybody to get on. That's at com. Sound check, testing one. Sound check, testing one. Sound check, testing one. Sound check testing one two. Stand by, if we have a technical problem. Please stand by. We ask everybody to please be patient. We have an... Uh, technical problem where voice and bounce is attacking, so just lift us up in prayer. We'll get it back up. It's just the enemy. Sound check testing one, two. Sound check testing one, two. Sound check testing one. Time to get on the yeah, air. Sound check, testing one, two, three. Okay. Sound check, testing one, two, three. Sound check, testing one, two, three. Sound check, testing one, two, three. Sound check. Okay, sound check, testing one, two, three. We are back up. Welcome to live deliverance in that radio. The double is alive, and I want all of you to be prepared tonight. Get your pen, get your piece of paper out. I had to have some time to myself. I have been on a sabbatical. I just did a little teaching here and there. I needed some rest. You have to rest when you're dealing with stuff like this. Amen. We're going to be uh, teaching tonight uh, about the false prophet. Okay. The false teacher. A lot of you are running to people who are not even qualified to minister to you. Some of you want a quick answer, so you go to a prophet. Some of you are not grounded in the word of God. You couldn't find the word prophet in the Bible if you had a chance to. Now, I'm not being hard on people, but people who don't know the Bible, those are the ones with the double tricks. And the Lord teaches us, about how to test the spirit. And the first thing he mentions in testing the spirit is to test it for false prophets. That's the first thing he said. This is, well, is the first thing Jesus said before he ascended into heaven. He that believeth in me shall be saved and shall be baptized. In my name you shall cast out devils. He said that before he left. Well, in the book of First John, we see In in this book, let me get to chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Watch this. Because many false prophets, that's the first thing he told us that we have to check and test in anything is a false prophet. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Many. And you will be deceived if you get caught up under them. These prophets are good with oratorical language. They will say what you want to hear. A prophet is not supposed to tell you what you want to hear. Then you got people who have the anointing and prophets know that they have the anointing and still make gang off people. Let you see it on T V so you can tithe your money. God didn't tell him to do that, but God has to flow through something. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. Father, I ask that you use me as your oracle. I come up against every demonic spirit that will try to block this teaching. I come up against Boyce and Bouncy. I bind every demonic spirit that will try to interfere with the word of God going out in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I thank you, Father, for your word, that your word is true. And I ask that those who have been deceived will open up their eyes by God's word to be free from false prophets. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, before we get into them, let me tell you the bad parts about them. Now, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 talks about false prophets and teachers. And he says this, but there were false prophets also among the people even as there shall be false teachers. Now, anybody who's teaching a prosperity uh, doctrine, that's a false teacher because the Bible shouldn't have to be taught on the basis and the concepts of prosperity in materialistic things. That will go against God's governance law. God doesn't want us to serve him based on monetary value. That's not how God's kingdom is structured and set up. But a false prophet would definitely make it sound, seems to be that. And he will steer so close to the money that everything you do, you're going to come out your pocket to hear him say something. Proverbs 23, verse 4 says, seek not to become rich. The Bible also tells us in 1 Timothy uh, chapter uh, 6 uh, uh, verse 6, but godliness was contentment is great grain, for we brought nothing into the world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out, and having food and raiment, therefore let us be content. But they that will be rich fall into temptations and snares, and to many foolish and hurtful lusts. So he wouldn't want you to do that. But a false prophet would tell you, oh, that's the way to go. That's not the way to go. Why do you come to Christ? I came to the Lord because I was called, and I was tired of doing it myself. I didn't even know that I had schizophrenia until I got saved and fought with this thing for many years and still getting delivered from schizophrenia. We're all going through something to get delivered from. I'm I'm getting delivered from false doctrine as long as I stay in the word and stay away from foolishness. Now, we're going to show you what the Bible says about the false doctrine prophets and the teachers, the destruction of false teachers, the character of a false teacher, and we're going to give you a lot of scriptures so you can go home and study this yourself. This is not for me to just baby feed you this. This is going to require you to write down every scripture I tell you. Amen. So we know that there should be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnation and heresies even denying the Lord that brought them, and bringing upon themselves swift destruction. The Holy Spirit repeatedly warns that there will be false teachers within the churches. The warning concerning false teachers and leaders who introduce destructive heresies amongst God's people begin with Jesus. by the Holy Spirit through Paul. This is a spirit that tries to attack the church through false doctrine to lead a person away from contrary scripture it was even done through the time of Christ. Really a false prophet works with the anti Messiah spirit. It's against the Messiah. Anything false is against God's word. God's word bears witness in heaven And a false prophet is not going to uh, admit to that So when you see him prophesying, ask him Are you prophesying on God's word uh, that uh, is recorded in heaven? He going to say, what? <laughs> he
0: ain't
1: going to know what you're talking about I'm going to show you what I'm saying In 1 John chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. A false prophet will not be able to bear record in heaven if he's perverted the Scriptures. And the Holy Spirit should tell you, hey, something's wrong with that. But if you don't build up your spirit, you're not going to be able to hear the Lord through your mind. And then you're going to go to this false prophet and you're going to get messed up because they mess up a lot of people. They do a damage to a whole lot of people. People are destroyed. Finances ripped apart based on false prophets and false teachers. And many shall follow their precious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. Now this word, F-E-I-G-N-E, feigned words. This is what they do. The false teachers will commercialize the gospel. That's what's happening today. Everybody's trying to make money on the gospel. I don't like that. I really don't, you know, like really people on my radio station no more. You know, uh, I just got one brother on there. These on Mondays. Live deliverance ain't having no live service on nobody on no Sunday. Because we don't recognize Sunday. These false prophets who bring these failed words are trying to trick you. The false teachers will commercialize the gospel, being experts in greed and in getting money from believers to enhance their ministries and influence lifestyles. Believers must be aware that one of the chief methods of a false prophet and a false minister is to use F-E-I-G-N-E-D words, tell impressive but false stories, or to give extravagant statistics of his ministry to inspire God's people to give money. They glorify themselves and enhance... Their ministries. No they didn't say the Lord's ministry. It becomes their ministry because a false prophet becomes separated from God's fellowship as he teaching something that God didn't say do. Thus the unwary and sincere child of God becomes the object of exportation because you can't hear the Lord. You don't know how to test the spirit. So you believe it. Now your ears can hear what it will to hear. And some people like to hear false doctrine. We're going to get into that also. The Bible says that there is destruction of false teachers in Second Peter 2, 4. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them into hell, and delivered them unto chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, beginning in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. And turning the cities of Solomon and Gomorrah into ashes, condemning them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should live life ungodly. This is how he's comparing the false prophet to people who live like that in God's eyesight because they deceive the children of God. They deceive God's children. The Lord don't want us to be deceived by nothing the lord wants us to test the spirit so false prophets can't come and tell y'all anything don't move somebody to prophesy on you wait on the lord let the be it out the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established second corinthians 13 1. lord let three more people tell me that they don't even know me protect yourself don't just jump on it because a false prophet, they want to make you jump on it. They want to get you into the emotional of what they're doing now. They are very good entertainers. And they're going to be, going to be preaching so good from their soul. And they're coming with the money now. The Lord says, said to me, that you need to give your seed double tonight. And sow that seed to my ministry for three months after the third month to be released, the sixth month, you have the gold coming back to you tenfold, said the Lord. And now he said and tricked you because he said three months, then he said three months, then three more months after the sixth month. So you're going to forget about it. That's the ninth month. Isn't that going on a year? He knows that. Next time, write it down. Call him at the date and time. And say, hey, I'll receive that, but sign this disclaimer. Before I receive your prophecy, if it's of the Lord here, sign this. that this is going to happen, if it don't, I'm going to sue you. Guarantee you he ain't going to deal with you. The devil deceive you. Now, even the Bible speaks of their destruction also in Jude with teachers in Jude 1-3. Let's look at this in Jude. This is my f- favorite book of the Bible. A lot of power packed up in this thing here by this, this demonality here. Jude, Lord, have mercy. Jude 1.3. The doom of false teachers, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was necessary for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto you or to the saints. For there are certain men, creep, unaware, who were before or old ordained, to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our Lord into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and the only Lord Jesus Christ. That's lasciviousness. That's selfishness. Lasciviousness means unrestrained vice of sexual, carnal, earthly passions. Oh, have mercy. And that's what's operating in them. Now, Let's look at what the scripture says A wonderful works are done by false prophets in the name of the Lord. We're going to start with Matthew 7.15, Matthew 7.16, Matthew 7.17, Matthew 7.18, Matthew 7.19, Matthew 7.20, Matthew 7.21, Matthew 7.22. And Matthew chapter seven verse twenty-three. Amen? Matthew seven fifteen, and I'm gonna read it through twenty-three. So write down Matthew seven fifteen to twenty-three. He says, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly they are reverend wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes and thorns and figs and thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a good tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by the fruits ye shall know them. So if you don't know the fruits of the Spirit, you're not going to understand and notice about a false prophet. Because because Jesus has given us a clue here whereby their fruits. So what what is this fruits that Jesus is talking about? Well, if you go to the book of Galatians, he's talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And if these false prophets don't attribute these fruits, and we're gonna to have to read them. So this is what keeps you from not getting caught up with false prophets. Let's look at the Bible. Here's the fruits Notice he says, wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them, Matthew seven twenty. So let's look at the fruits. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. That's persecution through righteousness and being humble not lashing out at God, gentleness, goodness, faith, uh-oh, faith is part of the spirit, fruit of the spirit, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. If they don't have those fruits in them, why are you following the false prophets? So when you see Matthew seven twenty, connect that to Galatians chapter five, twenty-two and twenty-three. Amen. Now in Mark Matthew seven twenty-one, not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my father which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord Have we not, uh uh-oh, prophecy is always first, getting hit first on everything. Because prophecy is to perfect something that God wants a person to hear. And if a person is being used by the devil, preventing the true direction of a prophet, that can mess up a person's life. This is why God condemns false prophets. He said, prophesy thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils and have done mighty wonderful works. So by you casting out demons of me, that don't mean I'm going to heaven. Because if I got something still in my heart that's evil and I don't give it to the Lord and I die and I go to hell, including me, it ain't easy to get to heaven. I just hope I get there. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So to identify a false prophet is to what? Identify their fruits. How do you identify their fruits? The fruits of the Spirit. Now, false prophets will be unanimous and very successful. The Bible says that in Matthew 24, 11, many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. I pray that you don't be the one that be deceived. But if you don't study, if you don't know the gifts of the Spirit or the fruits of the Spirit, you wouldn't understand the language you see, fruits. Fruits always represent the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, wine. Second Peter 2 Peter 2.1 in the NIV says, But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there would be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereignty of the Lord who brought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth to disprove. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. I do not want to be like this. And God tells us, Beloved, believe not every spirit. And we're going to teach you how to test the spirit tonight so that you won't have no false prophets. False prophets work miracles that deceive people. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, the word says, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders do not get caught up with people showing signs and wonders you know why it could be that of the devil this is why you have to test the spirit this is why you have to test the spirit this is why you have to test the spirit this is why you have to test the spirits 2 Corinthians 11:13 says for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ, and no marvel for Satan, himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, no great thing if his ministers also be transferred as ministers of righteousness, whose ends shall be according to their works. Only those who can test the Spirit will be able to pass this test. The Lord just told that to me. So if you can't test the Spirit, you you believe that. Great signs and wonders, that if it was possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Mm. Now, in Mark 13:22, Jesus says, "For false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show show signs and wonders to seduced, if it were possible, even the elect." Revelation 13:11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. Revelation 13:12. And he exercised all power of the first beast before him, and cursed the earth and them which dwell there to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Revelation 13:13. 13, 13. And he does great wonders. So that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. Revelation thirteen fourteen And deceive them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles. See, you get deceived when you start watching miracles and thinking that that's an anointing person. You better test the spirit to find out if it's real. It can be so real that it ain't real. This is how you have to test the spirits which had powers to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, they shall make an image of the beast, which had wounds by a sword and did live. Revelation nineteen twenty. and the beast was taken with him, the false prophet that wore miracles before him. So false prophets in the last days are going to be used very mildly by the devil, and some of them are going to know it. This dude here in Revelation 19, 12, something looking like he's trying to hook up with Satan and work a deal out. <laughs> and the beast was taken. And with him, the false prophet that walked miracles before him, with which he deceived them that he received the mark of the beast and them that worship his image. These both was cast into a lake of fire, burning with brimstones. That's where false prophets going. Now, many people prefer false prophets. Oh yes, we we'll look at this. Let's look at this in NIV. Second Timothy chapter four, verse two. Some people like a false prophet. I remember I met a lady when I first started my ministry. Boy, I was way mister when We was oh, Lord, Phoenix Boulevard, in 2004, when the Steelers won the Super Bowl. <laughs> And the Lord moved me out of there because I, I was paying $1,000 a month there, and that's what I pay now on, on my bills. But anyway, lady came by, and she was, she says that one of the was the prophet. And I said, one of the Bibles is not no prophet. She cried, one of the is the prophet. I said, one of the ain't, ain't even an evangelist. And I showed her in the Bible. See, people don't know the Bible. I showed her that an advances, cast out demons acts five. I showed her what the prophets was. I gave her these same scriptures I'm giving you to hear it. They want to hear a lie, and the devil got something for you with that. And here we go for those who want to hear false prophets. 2 Timothy 4.2, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instructions. I do that with everybody. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine, and that's where we are today. These prosperity messages, there's no foundation biblically for a prosperity ministry. Nowhere. Instead, to shed their own desires, they will gather around them with great numbers of teachers to say what their itching ears want them to hear. Second Timothy 4.4, they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. That's happening now. True prophets are always in harmony with other prophets of God and Scripture. A true prophet will. A true prophet is always in harmony with the Scriptures of the Lord. Let me say this again. A true prophet, not a false prophet, a true prophet are always in harmony with other people of God. And scripture, if they can have the discernment of the spirit of the fruits in that person, will attract another apostle, another prophet. 1 Corinthians 14.32, and the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophet. 1 Corinthians 14.37, if any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that are right unto you are the commandments of the Lord. A true prophet will honor scripture. True prophets hear from God through dreams. A true prophet. A true prophet hears from God through dreams. This is why when I hear other people talk to me, I heard a dream. So you operate the ministry of the prophet? No, God don't talk to babies in dreams. I've never heard that since I've been a Christian. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Numbers twelve six. And he said, Hear now my words, if there be a prophet among you. I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. That's how prophets get their revelation. Now, defining the faith or defining the false prophets and their faith is a lot of scriptures that prove they're going straight to hell. So as I many you of th- you guys think that you got to call them to the pimp people by using the scripture, you're going straight to the pit of hell. Hmm. Okay, ain't going to be no help for you, brother. Let's look at Deuteronomy 1820 if you want to be a false prophet. But the prophets, which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of the other gods, even the prophets shall die. I had this guy named Prophet Drew. Lord, have mercy. Omega Man Radio. I'm going to call him out right now. That was five years ago. Check out Omega Man Radio. He don't speak in tongues. He, he's a Donald Trump lover. Everything Trump, 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 Trump. Trump even named his child Donald Trump. Lord, have mercy. Don't even, don't even have the Holy Ghost. Don't even speak in tongues. Call himself a deliverance minister. Oh, Jesus Christ. Had this false prophet on, on the radio station. Prophet Drew. Now watch this. You remember that I told you to test everything? To test the spirit. And be patient and wait. So I got on the radio station. I was supposed to get on next, and he saw my number. Hello, Apostle. Uh, Apostle, is this is uh, Prophet Drew. How about Shiloh Kalaba? You know now because I got a radio station. He wants to prophesy and that everybody said, oh, he's uh, talking to the Apostle. I don't get into that. I'm just Brother Emmett. Notice how I dress. I dress very simple. <laughs> You're not seeing me flashing. I'm not called to do that. I ain't want you looking at me. I want you looking at Jesus. So anyway. He said, that's what he told me. Well, he was going off in town. I see a building for you. I see it. Yes, I see it. And you're going to have a new building for your ministry in six months. I wrote that down. Now, that I knew was impossible because I just moved out of my building that I was paying $1,000 a month. My mortgage right now is nine forty-two a month. So I don't have to pay two house notes. I moved the radio station, as the Lord instructed me, here, right in this back facility. You see all this equipment. And I said, okay, hold up, man. Now, you receive it. No, I'm not receiving nothing. I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'll call you back in six months. Give me the date and time. He gave me the date and time. I already knew it wasn't going to happen. Now, the Bible says, out the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I didn't have to wait them out for two or three witnesses because the Lord would not contradict himself to tell me to move and then move again. That doesn't, God is not the author of confusion. But he didn't know that. And God used that for me to be able to use this as a testimony for people because I encountered people like that. And I called him out. I called him back and said, hey, man, it's the six months. You remember me? And I had it on recording. I said, you ain't no real prophet. I called him out. But see, when you got people that's on radio stations that don't have the Holy Ghost, their program's going to come from their flesh and from the inner uh, harmony that they have. They don't have no power. So when you're dealing with people that don't have no denuminous, anything can happen. Sean David don't even speak in tongues. They're talking about he casting our demons. But anyway, I had to rebuke this false prophet. That was a false prophet. That, God didn't tell me in six months I was going to get no a new building. It never happened because I know... That wasn't of God, because the Lord just moved me out of my house. So we have to be very aware of that. Deuteronomy eighteen twenty one, and if thou shalt say in thy heart, How shall we know the word which the Lord hath not spoken? Deuteronomy eighteen twenty two. When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken, but the prophet hath spoken is presumably Thou shalt not be afraid of him. So what the thing is saying here, that if the prophet prophesied to you and it comes to pass, don't honor him. Honor the Lord using him as a vessel. Because people can get up in these positions and get glory because you're a prophet. This is how Satan fell. This is why I don't like people calling me apostle and all that stuff. I don't like all of that. Just Brother Emmett's fine enough for me. I'm not trying to uh, lift up myself in pride. And pride can come with anybody. You can't be moved by pride. The motivation of a false prophet is only money. Let me say that again. The motivation of a false prophet is only money. Okay? Maikai, M-I-C-A-H-3-9, N-I-V, hear this. You leaders of the house of Jacob, you rulers of the house of Israel, who despise justice and distort all that is right. Malachi 3.10, who built Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with wickedness. Malachi, Malachi 3.11, her leaders judge for a bride, her priests teach for a price, her prophets, her prophets tell Fortunes for money. That's when you can tell a false prophet. Makai, M-I-C-A-H, chapter 3, verse 11. Her leaders judge for a bribe. Her priests teach for a price. And her prophets tell fortunes for money. Yea. They lean upon the Lord and say, "Is not the Lord among us? No disaster will come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion will be Apolloed like a field. Jerusalem will become a heap of rubble, the temple hill and mount overgrown with thickness. Because you believe in that stuff. It chokes your whole uh, fellowship off, it chokes your benefits off because it's not of God. You are making an agreement with a demon in this man who considered himself a prophet. He has an antichrist spirit. You agree. You don't test the spirit. You don't wait on the Lord. You go follow this foolishness. It doesn't happen. Now you're mad at God. Well, you didn't get mad at the false prophet. Now you have rejection toward God because you had someone that was illegally representing the prophet. And yet you had no understanding about how to discern a good prophet or a bad prophet. And that's how you get caught up in this mix with this whirlwind. But you can prevent that if you go through this uh, seminar because we got a lot of scriptures. It's going to take me a long time to get through with this one. And I don't want to sound boring. The Lord told me to teach on false prophets. I'm not going to pick what I want to teach on. Now, let's look at the fate of false prophets and those who follow them. You, you have to pay a price now. Jeremiah fourteen fourteen. thus saith the Lord, said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, neither have I commanded them, neither spoken to them. The prophets prophesy on you a false vision of divination. And a thing of naught and the deceit of their heart is coming from their deceit of their heart. That's That's dangerous. That's very, very dangerous. Jesus warns his disciples 14 times in the gospel to watch out for leaders who would mislead his people. I don't hear no pastor teaching anything about teaching people about a true prophet from a false prophet. If they're not going to read, why don't you teach it in the church so they can hear it? At least get some grip on this and stop believing every wind and doctrine that come across your way. Jesus warns his disciples 14 times in the Gospels. A true preacher and a leader of the church must manifest the fruits of the spirit. They must love love the sinner, hate the sin, but love the sinner. Hate iniquity, but love righteousness. Cry against sin, but love the person. That's honest in walking with God. Now, uh Jeremiah 1450 says, Therefore thus says the Lord concerning the prophets that prophesy my name and I sent them not. Yet they say, Sword and famine shall not be in the land. By sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. See, they putting a curse on themselves by misrepresenting God. It is very dangerous to be a false prophet when you're dealing with the power of God. Don't think that they don't get away with it, because the Bible warns these people many, many times of such foolishness. Jeremiah 14:16, and the people to whom the prophets shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the phantom and the sword. And they shall have none to bear them, their wives, nor their sons, nor their daughters. For I will pour their wickedness upon them. This ain't too good to be one this this business here is not a good business to get involved with. Amen. Now, true prophecy of false prophets does not always fail. In Deuteronomy thirteen one, if a prophet a one who foretells by dreams appear among you and announce to you a miracle, sign, or wonder, verse 2, and if the sign or wonder which he spoke takes place, he said, let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them. See, that don't sound right. So when you hear a prophet, if he's steering you away from the Holy Ghost, if he's constantly Prophesying on money and how you can get this breakthrough. they good at prophesying the breakthrough seed. Anybody can, any prophet, that's the best hustle, called the breakthrough seed hustle. Mark chapter 4, verse 1, The sow the seed. They'll prophesy, the Lord is showing me that if you sow this seed to Bilman's ministries, oh all your problems will be erased, my sister, in faith. I'm a prophet of God. And if any time you're hearing somebody constantly saying they're a prophet, they're prophet. They're trying to convince themselves that they're prophet because they know they ain't no prophet. Deuteronomy thirteen three, you must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer. The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul. Deuteronomy thirteen four. It is the Lord your God you must follow, and him you must keep reserved. Keep his commandment and obey him and serve him and hold fast to him, Deuteronomy 13:5. The prophet or dreamer must be put to death because he preached rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. He has tried to turn you from the way of the Lord your God, commanding you to follow you must purge the evil amongst you. When you let someone try to use the prophetic word of God to manipulate you through emotional prophetic ministry, through song, not by the spirit, not testing it, this can happen to you based on Deuteronomy 13, 1, 2, 3, 4, and five. If a prophet's telling you to serve something else, which is money, he may not say, follow us and serve other gods, as the Bible says, but other gods is money. And if he's teaching something that he wants that comes out his heart, you got to understand death and life is in the power of the Proverbs eighteen twenty one. So when he's speaking, he's, you can know where he's coming from. He wants that money because that's what he's in the game for. But if you have the Holy Spirit, my God, and you know the fruits of the Spirit, and you're able to test the Spirit, you will have victory on understanding false prophets. Matthew 24, 11, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And the last days will draw close. False teachers and preachers will be exceedingly prevalent. Professing believers will accept new revelation, even though it conflicts with the revealed word of God. This will lead to an opposition to biblical truth. This is why I'm against prosperity doctrine. It's not in the Bible. That's a false doctrine. The churches and those who preach a distorted gospel will gain strategic leadership in positions in denominational and theological status, enable them to deceive and to mislead many people in the church through the forms of schools that is instructed, by the school of the if you got a false prophet, open up a school of the, a school of prophets. That's a lot of false prophets popping out. Then you got people that say they're prophets and training people up under them, and they keep them up under them four, five, six, seven years. Man, that's crazy. Throughout the world. Millions will be involved in the occult, astrology, witchcraft, spiritualism, Satanism. The influence of demons and evil spirits will multiply greatly, even in one accord with false prophets and bring doctrine of devils. Protections against being deceived, the fountain, in enduring faith and love for Christ, and a commitment to absolutely study his word. Take heed unto thyself and into the doctrines continuing them for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee 1st Timothy four sixteen. be alert and have the spirit of Christ in you to teach this to a person so that they will not be deceived and teach people how to test the spirit you have to have the spirit of God in you to test the spirit now we're going to close because I'm going to pick back up on False Prophets Tuesday. And I'm going to give you some final scriptures on False Prophets before we go. And then we're going to teach you how to test the spirit, because you don't want to be running around here, uh, can't hear nothing. Now, look, let me show you how to test the spirit before we go. Very simple. Now, if you can't hear nothing, you're a babe in Christ. Don't feel bad. You've got to grow your spirit. Now, a lot of people, I, I was dealing with a person today, they was trying to test the spirit in their mind. They didn't know. You can't test the spirit in your earthly mind. So let's leave the mind out of here. This is an act of faith, not the mind. The Lord does not talk to a mind. He talks to your spirit. He does not talk to a mind now. In 1 John 4, 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether there be be they of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. The purpose of testing the spirit is to find out if it's a false prophet, because the Bible said that. The Bible put false prophet first. Many are going out into this world. Hereby, know ye the spirit of God. Listen, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. So if a man say, I see you're going to have a husband in two weeks, just say, did I, Jesus, come in the flesh? And if you hear something say, I, Jesus of Nazareth, come in the flesh, that means that's going to happen. I, Jesus of Nazareth, come in the flesh. That's what you want to hear. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, Acts ten thirty eight. Jesus of Nazareth is an anointed name that demons hate. And I stay under that. I don't stay under Jesus Christ, that's another Jesus. but Jesus of Nazareth is only one born in Nazareth, only one birth certificate registered, and that's in Israel: Jesus of Nazareth. And if that spirit say, "I, Jesus of Nazareth, come in the flesh," it's telling you the truth. If you don't hear it, you just heard a false prophet and you heard a lie. I see you in nine months. Gonna have a brand new Mercedes paid for. Did Jesus Christ come in the flesh? You didn't hear nothing. It ain't of God. Did Jesus Christ come in the flesh? You're gonna have a new job in six months. Lord, he just said I'm gonna have a job in six months. Did Jesus Christ come in the flesh? Lord, I test the spirit to ask this for some you. I Jesus come in the flesh. That's which you'll hear, I, Jesus of Nazareth, come in the flesh. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth. I, Jesus of Nazareth, come in the flesh. Because Jesus of Nazareth is connected to the Godhead. Once you have the Godhead connected, you have all the powers from above in heaven raining down upon you. That is so powerful. You don't realize how much power you brothers and sisters have you guys are lacking faith. The Lord said to me, some of you are lacking in faith. Some of you are stubborn. Some of you won't surrender. Some of you are miserable. And you don't have to be miserable. You don't have to have that. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. This is who you want to talk to to test the spirits. Because there's another Jesus out there in Second Corinthians seven three for he that come and preaching another Jesus you don't want that other Jesus to tell you I Jesus come in the flesh and it ain't the Holy Ghost it ain't Jesus of Nazareth the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth so I guess he wanted me to say Jesus of Nazareth because that name is definitely locked in with the Godhead <laughs> that's the Godhead right there Colossians two nine so. The Lord told me, in nine months, you're going to get a job. Lord Jesus, this prophet just told me in nine months that I'm going to get a job. Did Jesus of Nazareth come in the flesh. I, Jesus of Nazareth come in the flesh. Then you know that's of God. Then you know that prophecy is going to come to pass when you hear it in your spirit. Not in your mind, but in your spirit. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this day, O oh Lord. This is the day that God has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for your teaching tonight. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus of Nazareth that you move on, all of us who hear your word, that you give us grace in time of need, to repair the hurt and the pain in us, Lord. Lord, I come against every demonic spirit that brought false doctrine to the hearer. I send it back. We renounce that spirit. We ask it to come out of them in the name of Jesus. All false doctrine that's not of God's word, come out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come out of them. Free them. All false doctrine, all false prophet spirits, come out in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Please sow a seed. Go to www.livedeliverance.com, and we want to thank everyone who's sown a seed. I thank everyone. God bless every last one of you who have sown a seed. I don't like to get on the Internet and call people's name out and how much they gave. I think that's personal between them and the Lord. That's why I do that. I don't like to do that. You know, some people want to give. They don't want nobody to know what they gave. That's between them and God. Amen. And the Bible says the spy is not small things, So if you give whatever you give here, we would appreciate it. Amen. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, you can hit that button. And it says uh, PayPal. And you can sort of see there or go to www.livedeliverance.com. At the top of our website, you'll see GoFundMe. God bless Shalom. We're going to get ready to bring in Chaplain John Durden for comments. All right, stand by, everybody. Stand by for Chaplain John Durden. Chaplain John Durden. Chaplain John Durden, stand by,
0: stand by. Tell you about the man that died for me, he paid it all when he died on Calvary. Wonder why he would have really loved me? Not only that he turned around and gave me mercy. I know everybody out there can testify to this. If it wasn't for the love, you wouldn't exist. I want to call his name every minute, every second, every hour when you're weak, and strong, I sing. Of Jesus, Jesus. this power in the name of Jesus, there's strength in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ he did it for you and you but there's a secret that I know my father cannot do he makes the flowers bloom turn morning into noon he gave a body nerves and we can feel it every move I know my God's alive look into the blue sky it's just a miracle how we survive but now I know I serve you Lord till the day I die Father God I will forever power in the name of If you just call the name of Jesus He's the healer He's the doctor Jesus. He's the deliverer Just call the name of Jesus, Jesus. You remember when you have someone in the party, You say you call the name Jesus. You believe by say that he will provide the cause He you're my driver. Anywhere you are right now You could be driving in your car Just call the name Just call the name of Jesus, Jesus. Healing in lay
1: Dr. P. We Walkinson and Prophet John L. McNicholson says, "Good evening, Reverend. I don't, I didn't like that sermon. Now, go ahead, Mister Mike, brother. John.
2: Well, well, sir, it's not for what you don't like. I, I have to be honest with you.
1: That, well, he did not write
2: that. I did not write that. That was speaking with the Holy Spirit. I said the Holy Spirit was telling him to say. That's how he's been teaching for the last, uh, I don't know, for year, two years and a half." He haven't written one thing yet. And I wish people quit telling me, we know you wrote that stuff, John. No, I didn't write that stuff because I didn't know anything about deliverance ministry. I didn't know anything about the gifts of the Holy Spirit because I wasn't taught that when I was in in, in the Baptist seminary. All I was taught was we have his written word about the Beatitudes and so forth. And talking about false teachers, one says tongues has ceased, and that's a lie straight out of the pits of hell. I'm glad I listened to the Lord because that's what I was told all my life. Until well, what do you
1: think about the sermon? I need to hear your opinion now.
2: It, 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 it's fantastic. Fantastic. You see, he kicked out all those scriptures. That was the Holy Spirit telling him. in ain't no way in the world he had memorized all those scriptures. That should have gave you all a little signal right there. Said, oh, Lord, uh-uh. this stuff is really real. Because that man didn't memorize all that stuff. And you know what he was, even when he gave you the scripture, he was reciting what the scripture said. He wasn't reading those scriptures. He was saying out of his spirit what the Lord was telling him, what, what was happening. Period. And you know, and I heard from upper-day present ministers say this to me, Thomas, uh, not only tongue I see, it, but the gift of the Spirit is not relevant for us today. And then what shocked me, when I questioned one guy about going to bed with one his, of his choir members, and I said, don't you know the Bible say you know, That's a that's, that's an abomination Well, Brother John, that's the Old Testament uh, No, that's first century uh, Theology uh, We don't apply all the first century uh, Rules and regulations Now that's way back in the old days I said, so you say it's alright for a man To go to bed with a man, that's right Because uh, those old stuff Is not applicable to modern day ministers And I said, Lord have mercy Now I heard everything So folks I suggest you're sitting under such teachings especially if you're sitting under somebody who's supposed to be your your authority on Christianity and type of living and you see him you may not see him but you know for real what he's doing and you need to get out of there and in that the, the Bible still speak as if it's still the first century god didn't do that according to the first century I was shocked when that guy told me they're talking about, well, that was for the first century. That was
1: for the first century. I couldn't believe okay, my... Okay, Dr. Leroy Buckmore, tongues have ceased. I don't want to hear nothing from you but script. Hey, 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 give me the scripture. No, 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 no. Go get the Bible or don't say nothing to me at all, Dr. Leroy already Buckmore. Got,
2: I already got the Bible. He said, I don't want
1: to hear it. I want to hear it out the Bible. It has ceased.
2: I'm trying to read the Bible to you. First Corinthians, the 13th chapter It says, verse 8 Love never fails But where there are prophecies They will cease Where there are tongues, they will be still Where there's knowledge It will pass away Now let me back up God was communicating with mankind three ways He was communicating with, with prophecy That's when the pastor anointed by God And he would say, thus says the Lord And he would say, what's coming down or, or whatever's happening And then he made uh use a uh, knowledge. God may tell that pastor something about a person thinking about committing suicide, uh about a person who uh thinks they're gonna die and these kinds of things and God will correct that. Now let's just talk about the tongue things. The tongues will see. Now if you look at I hope you know your English Oh just phone this uh love never fails so when they see they they will will is present tense talking about t- so no consensus. Where they, where they are told, they, they will see. Will cease, or Be still. Because will, will, will is. not You know, I worry about that. And I asked the Lord. The Lord, the Lord told. Me to go, the Lord told me to go home. He told me to go. to my sister's church because we used to be the of various denomination, I don't want to say, but I went down church, God oh, that is still relevant, okay. And so um, he said, "Go down there." One thing I got to say to you, I said, "What's that?" He said, "You can't have it on you, of uh, being sin, lying, stealing, more and all that." You "But you know what the Lord told me that you are." Uh, um, then is broke rules. God so went down and I said, "Lord, I don't know what to believe, but you know what? I keep I feel uncomfortable to reject it. Every time I don't believe it, yes, I really don't believe in it. And guess what, Lord? Uh, Son, you gave it. You you received me as your personal Lord. Is here. that is false? Come here. Now ask me for it. And I said, "Lord, I want to speak in tongues. I believe in it because I never. I said I was raised a Methodist several years. it's about Baptist several years. Full Gospel Church And so here I, said, I, I, I don't have any clue But That's because the Holy Spirit Was was, was protecting you. Just believe it He said, now go down He said, now speak in tongues I go, what? Well, I don't Ain't nobody talking speaking tongues in faith So he said, just pray me I didn't use speaking in tongues So I said, okay, Lord And I ran down in the altar And everybody looking at me And I go Lord, I believe in tongues. I want to believe. Please, please help me. And I said, the pastor said, just go So here I go. I went, the pastor said, hey, what are you saying, Brother John? How come you don't say anything? He didn't give it to me yet. I don't have no, he, I give he's not giving me any tongues right now. He said, speak in faith. Speak and speak faith. That means you trust. Okay. I take a deep breath. Next thing I I go, shut Say, one, pray, some concern, and you don't know how to pray, but that's the Holy Spirit to pray for you. Go I say, Lord, pray for me, please. He said, now, nah, there's another thing. So you can ask the Lord, because the Lord knows exactly what you need that you're praying for so you pray in tongues and the Holy spirit takes the Holy spirit interceding for you for, on that person. And he says another thing, the tongue is God have a for you. He may have a sense that hey don't go there. He may go you still let him speak in tongues. You go, the so And next thing I know, he said, what you said was so, 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 so. He told me what I praying. And I could be praying over later. She said, how do you, I didn't know you was a uh, 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 French, John. I know you take a French. I said, no. She said, well, you've been speaking in French. My mama, right? You ever tell me everything you said? I said, I was speaking in tongues. Oh, that's that tongue thing. I said, yes. Um, the Lord got, you know, I'm always praying the same old, same old all the time. I ask the Lord, I'm tired of saying the same thing, that he would intercede for me. And sometimes I want to pray for somebody and I don't know what to say. I say, Holy Spirit, please intercede for me, please, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I say, okay, Lord, here I go. Shekia and then the lady said, you know what you said? I said, I don't know what I said. I was speaking in tongue. tongues is just a language I haven't learned. Because you know, when you speak in tongue, you might be speaking in French one time, Spanish one time, German one time, depending on what the Holy Spirit is eating. So the Holy Spirit, when you speak in tongue, you use two two things. One, you can be praying for somebody that the Holy Spirit wants you to pray for, and you're praying in tongues. And you don't know what you're saying if you don't have an interpretation in tongues. Or you can uh, talk to the Lord in tongues. Say, Lord, I just love you, and I just want the Holy Spirit just to, to tell you how much I love you and I'm crazy about you. So I'm going to let the Holy Spirit tell you my heart, Lord. And I say, Look, Holy Spirit, here we go. And then I go, and when it happened to me, guess what? I went home. I jumped in that car and drove all the way back to Atlanta, Georgia. And I grabbed my two kids. I said, Bernard, John, John, come in." You know? And I said, first of all, you guys got to be safe. I said, you saved? I hope so, Daddy. What about you, honey? Well, I, I, I do. I said, "Uh, going to church every Sunday. No you. you got to accept Christ you're sorry for all your sins. So that's coming to your heart. Be your Lord and favor. Okay, Daddy. My son was five years old. And to make a long story short, he accepted Christ. My daughter accepted Christ. And guess what? And the next day, they're both speaking in tongues in tongues. praise
1: the Lord Amen, dunk. amen, amen. Well, that wraps up with the time here at Live Living Center Radio. We'll talk to you, everybody, tomorrow. Brother John called me back. Blog Talk Chat text. Reverend Duncan, Kilmore, Wallace, and Reverend Harbington want to speak to you. Shalom, everybody, and good night. Good
2: night.